This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you today about your life, your money, and your investments. As always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, the official capital of Israel, Jerusalem. Thank you once again. I've said it for like five years already, (laughs) whenever you're listening to this. No, but thank you, President Donald J. Trump, for uh, acknowledging the truth, right? It's the truth. Truth is that Israel considers... Jerusalem, its capital, and every country has the sovereignty to choose its capital, and Israel chose 70, many years ago, many decades ago, Jerusalem as its capital, so it's only natural that the nations of the world fall in line, but uh, as usual, they're a little slow on the uptake, but thank you, President Trump, for recognizing the truth and recognizing and moving the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. If you got any questions or comments for me, as always, feel free to send me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthouse with an L, capital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com. What's the show about? Do over. Remember when you were a kid, you used to just like not like how things were starting? You would do a do over? That's what I want to talk about today. Okay, I want to talk about a financial do-over. Now, I want to tell you a story that happened to me a few weeks ago on my way home for the airport. I landed on a flight. I was coming back from Amsterdam, and I landed on a flight that landed around 2.30 a.m., right? So, and there was like a problem with the bags. Got out of the airport at around 4 in the morning. Now, 4 in the morning, there's not a lot of traffic going on. So, me being sort of cheap, Decided instead of taking a cab, I would take like a car, a, a van service. And in Israel, the van service uh, is called Nesher. So I wanted to save about 130 shekel or, I don't know, 40, $35 or something like that. So I figured I would save that kind of money and would take a van service home. Now, as most of you have cho- chosen this uh, preferred mode of transportation, no, you get what you pay for. It's quite the experience, okay? Basically, you get out, you get your bags, you come out of the terminal, it's like hot, and all of a sudden you get a whole bunch of Israelis screaming, right? Get in the van, they're just screaming at you to get in their van. So you get in their van, they promise you, yeah, 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 we're going to be, it's going to be very close geographically. It'll be like really quick. So I get into the van, and I'm in the back, right? The, The back is basically, it's a bench, which they've carved out four seats Four, but really only fit three. So you're sort of sitting on the person next to you and you're like holding your laptop and whatever. And you're like completely sardined, sardinized, whatever that the word would be of a sardine. And as soon as we started driving, all of a sudden he started to complain, the driver screaming at everybody that he's got this crazy, crazy route that's going to take him all over Jerusalem. And then everybody started complaining to him. I was like, well, what the heck, buddy? Like, you told us that this was like we're all living in the same neighborhood. Like, what's the story? How did you decide to do this? So everybody was like, he was upset because he's just like naturally an angry person. And we were all furious because like, hello, you misled us at 4 a.m. Then he started just like verbally screaming and accosting 
everybody for something. And then it became my turn, right? (laughs) There was a tourist who came to stay with his daughter, okay? And he gave the name of the street to live on, that that she lives on. Again, this is at 4.30 in the morning. And the guy doesn't know the street. And he starts screaming, oh, where is it? The driver's like, where is it? And the guy, I don't know. I'm a tourist. I don't know where it is. You're supposed to take me there. So... Then he said, well, I know where it is. I'm just going to drop you off at this random building. It's right, the inter- it's the Jerusalem Convention Center. It's at the entrance to the city. And he said, and you'll, just, well, you'll figure it out from there. And so, well, how's he gonna f-? so I started yelling, well, how's he going to figure it out from there? Right? He doesn't even know where he's going. It's your job as that driver <laughs> to take him where he needs to go. You can't just like randomly dump him somewhere. So then he like exploded. He then actually, believe it or not, he prohibited... Any other passenger for talking to me? He called me the lawyer. And he said, anybody who talks to him is going to be out of the car. Sort of like the Seinfeld version of the soup Nazi, I guess. I don't know. It was just so bizarre. So what did I do? Being the lawyer, I turned on Waze. Wow, I'm a genius, right? And I punched him with the street. The guy's got to go on. Shouldn't the driver have done this? Anyway, I put on Waze. And it was like a 25 or 30-minute walk for he, where he wanted to shove the guy out and say, walk from there. It was crazy. Anyway. Because I turned on waves, I directed the guy exactly where we had to go, and we got there. Now, why do I bring up this story, right? It's not to kill four minutes of the podcast. No, I would never do anything like that because my podcast, it's not like I'm writing an article and I've got to turn in 750 words. So you write a story like this, and it's like, hey, three-quarters of my article is gone, and I haven't even spoken about personal finance. <laughs> Good deal, right? But on a podcast, it can go on forever, ladies and gentlemen. You can have that fulfillment and joy and Mary, of listening to me, just go on and on and on and on. So why did I bring this story, right? Right, why should I get angry? And I knew darn well this was going to happen, right? This is not the first time I've been on on this van service. Everybody knows on the van service you get yelled at and the guy is like angry and what have you, right? So I chose to save money and I paid for it, okay? So we all, you know, pick our poison, right? The driver, though, could have easily rectified the situation from the get-go, right? What did he need to do? He could have just been nice to people, flew a few pleasantries, maybe an apology, and everything would have been phenomenal, right? But what did he do? He just kept adding on, piling on. How many times in life do we continue doing something that we know is going to fail because we can't admit failure and move on? It could be with a relationship. Maybe when we're driving, right? Well, I don't need directions, dear. I know the way. I don't need ways. I don't need a map. I don't need anything. I've got a sense of direction, right? Or a thousand other examples, right? Most of us have a very hard time stopping the destructive habit and starting again, starting fresh. In fact, it's those people who can successfully change their character who can grow, who experience growth as individuals. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you today about your life, your money, and your investments. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So what are we talking about? We're talking about do-over, okay? The do-over. Make changes, okay? Changing your character. You ever watch a child? You don't even watch a child. You probably did it yourself, okay? I did it all the time when I played video games when I was growing up. Ever watch a child play a video game? What do they do? They get off to a bad start, and what do they do? You think they finish the game? Eh, wrong. They hit exit, and they start a new game. Right? <laughs> right? We all used to do that. I used to have this handheld basketball game with dots, 
and I was really good. You had 24 second clock and I could actually get 28 points, sometimes even 30 points in 24 seconds. But I knew that if I started the pattern wrong, then it was a waste for me. So what I would do, I would just like end the game, start over, right? Everybody does that. Every kid does that. But you know what? The beauty of it, it's not just for kids. You can do it too, right? You can start over in life. You can get off the path of destructive behavior and get back to the fundamentals, get back to the basics. When it comes to finances, the inability to correct missteps can cost you a fortune. Way too often I see people get stuck in a rut and continue making poor money decisions, right? They're aware intellectually that they're, make, that they're doing harm to themselves, but they can't stop, right? Emotionally, that's unable. The inertia is set in and they can't make a break, right? There are those of us who complain, right? I get this all the time. People, I didn't make any money in the last five years. It's a scam, the stock market, right? And then they show me their investment, the portfolio, the money's in cash, right? They didn't even do anything. Well, how do you think you're gonna make money if your money's in cash and there's no interest being paid? Ha ha, hello, right? Or um, it's just some kind of random hodgepodge of assets which have no rhyme or reason to anything, right? So no question you didn't make any money because you did some, you know, you didn't plan very well. If your financial situation is derailed, remember the kid in the video game, right? Hit exit and start again. Start your financial life again. Get back to the ABCs of personal finance. What are the ABCs? Start by understanding how much income you have coming in every single month. Figure out how much you're spending. If it's more than you're earning, what's that mean? Minus means you've got to cut. It's imperative that you live within your means, right? You're not going to spend your way to prosperity. What are you going to do? You're going to save your way to prosperity and invest your way to prosperity. Nobody's ever spent their way to prosperity. Then what do you do? Well, you're going to sit down with a a pencil and paper and figure out what your goals are, your short-term goals, your long-term goals. And then your portfolio should then serve as a conduit to enable you to achieve whatever your aforementioned goals and needs are. Your investments should be allocated in a way that are going to help you get where you want to be financially. Not all portfolios should be constructed the same way. If you're retired and your portfolio is all that you have, your investment allocation should look a lot different than if you're 35 35 years old, single, working in high tech, and your goal is to save for the next 30 years. Be honest with yourself, and if change is needed, don't repeat the same mistakes that got you into your current situation. Hit exit and start the game again, right? Hit the reset button and get back on track financially. You've been listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Aaron Katzman.com. It's been a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you soon.